Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 31. 31- 745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com Hey everybody, this is Rudy Sarzo and you're listening to Alice on WYRZ This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers This is where Alan hangs out with music royalty Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger. And my guest today is Richard Young of the Kentucky Hut Hunters. Richard, how's your day going? Well, Alan, you know I'm losing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Everybody's back to playing music. And, uh, you know, hopefully this... uh, COVID mess and all this stuff that um, the range last year is uh, taking a back seat to everybody being able to uh, enjoy themselves. I'll tell you, I've gotten to get out and see a few shows, and I think people are really, really eager to see live music. It's almost like, I don't know, it's like you're feeding somebody that hasn't been fed in a month, and they're just starving to get it. shows last year that we actually moved to this year and and it's like it was so sad because we want to get together with people and meet people and play music for them that sort of thing and uh, it's not just the music business it's just everything in general uh, kind of took a back seat to all this uh, deal we've been dealing with so but uh, we're very excited about it we, you know I think everybody's very hopeful to uh, get back to, uh, you know, normalcy, I guess you would call it. Yeah, normalcy. I don't I don't know exactly what that is. I mean, I've seen some things that are a little different at shows, um, and I don't know about the Kentucky Headhunters. I've seen some groups that are a little hesitant on doing meet and greets and some that aren't, and everybody's a little different, and I think everybody's okay with that. Well, we're just, we're, everybody's trying to be really careful right now because... You know, we were all warned to don't do this, don't do this, and that sort of thing. And I think that I think that everybody's kind of being cautious and careful, but we're all trying to get back to being our normal human human being selves. <laughs> you know, yes, sitting at home and being alone is is not what God had set out. No, it's it's not. And listen, for the headhunters, I mean. We've been, Fred, Greg, and I have been playing together for 53 years, and we've, of course, we were the Hitchy Brother, and then we morphed into the Headhunters in uh, 86, uh, with Doug joining the band and his brother for a while, but, uh, you know, to, to be able to just uh, go, okay, uh, you can't do this anymore, you can't do this or that or anything, so, and it's not just music business, the whole, our whole society has been somewhat, but um, I think that things are starting to breathe again, and uh, I 
know for us, we um, we were supposed to play February and March of this year, some dates, and they got moved to later because of the uh, virus situation. So we kind of all looked at each other and went, okay, so now we can't go out on the road for a few more months, so what are we going to do? So I said, guys, let's just go in the studio and cut a new album. So we actually went in in late February, early March, and uh, did a new Headhunters album. You know, more than anything, just to be together, you know, to be uh, in camp together and that sort of thing. And it was fantastic. And I think the folks, uh, it comes out in October, and uh, I think the folks will go, holy cow, they did something while they were sitting still. And I think there's a real... Uh, nuances of, of uh, togetherness and, and friendship and happiness and I, I hope that transmits to the audience. I'm excited. I can't wait to listen to it. I wish I had tracks we could play. Uh, I, 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 2019 I saw you guys five times and I thought you know all these bands I saw in 2020 man it's just going to be the best year ever and then we didn't see it all and so far the, yes. the only chance we're going to get to see you I'm going to get to see you so far close to home is right here in Danville. Um, you're going to be here August 7th. About this. You, and I, you and I and your compatriots, <laughs> we've been uh, scheming on this for some time. Yeah, a couple of years. Uh, the, yeah, well, the plan was, well, you know, you guys all came out to the bus and hung out with us in 2019. Yep. And we were saying, okay, let's do this. Let's put this together. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately... Uh, we weren't able to do it because of the virus. So uh, I think that everybody's very excited. I mean, all your team, our team, about doing this. And, and we want people to come out and enjoy themselves. Yes, and we just miss seeing you guys. We miss seeing great live shows. But we miss seeing you guys, your friendship. You guys are you guys are special. And in, any listening audience out there, I'm telling you, when you get out and you go to Kentucky Headhunter Show, whether it's in Danville or Kentucky or Florida, you're in for a special night. You're going to hear some of the best country music, some of the best southern rock, some of the best blues that you'll hear. Well, uh, we try to make it fun, number one, for ourselves, which transmits to the audience. And I, I feel like that we've always been able to do that. I mean, this is, good Lord, 53 years for the three of us, and Doug's been with us for 30-something years. So, uh to be, for us to be able to continue to do this, it has to be fun, Alan. And we've been able to keep it that way, and the public has helped us keep it that way because they always know that when the headhunters come to town, you know, it's going to be something that we're going to bring it, and it's going to be a party. Well, I'll tell you, let's listen to a song that I believe you recorded in what you call the practice house, which is right there on your farm. Let's listen to Great Acoustics. That was Great Acoustics. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and if you're just tuning in, my guest today is Richard Young of the Kentucky Headhunters. Richard, what can you tell us about Great Acoustics and making that album there in the practice house? Well, you know, it's very unusual. Um, we had we'd always wanted to do an album in the practice house, and it was like, you know, it's very hard to do when you don't have a regular studio, and we kind of just said, Win. Let's just go in and do this thing. And we had these great songs written, 
And uh, to be honest with you, uh, I I went up, uh, Jamie Johnson, the singer-songwriter, had asked me to come up to a show just in our area to just hang out. And we wound up playing Walks Off on This Heart of Mine together. You can see a video of it. But uh, is uh, we met, uh, met his guitar player and band leader, and he had been working with Jamie on doing records and that sort of thing. And uh, he wanted to come down to Kentucky and, uh, you know, record us. And we were like, oh, holy cow, okay, so let's see if we can make this work. But anyway, we got together, and man, I got to tell you, <laughs> it, right, we, we did it in January, it was crazy, and it came a blizzard, and we were all stranded at my parents' home down on the creek there near the practice house for several days and were able to, you know, create this monstrosity of an album. It was a great album. And you can look up the, uh, if you look up uh, on Google, you can look up the making of Dixie Lullaby's album. It was very entertaining because we were freezing to death. You know, we had uh, two uh, we had two old kerosene heaters and uh, a blower heater. And, of course, that's not good for singing in the first place. But um, we had a great time and, uh, you know, got together there in our house that we're famous for rehearsing in, that sort of thing. And just, you know, threw some mics on our amps and did an album. And uh, I think that, that probably some of the songwriting on that album is probably, including Great Acoustics, is some of the... Uh, coolest songs we've ever done really to be honest with you well yeah, that's one of my you know, it's one of my favorite songs i know it's it's one of tracy's one of my buddies that you're friends with it's his right. song that you guys do I, and i i love that cd as a whole and that doesn't that doesn't mean that your your first one wasn't great and everybody knows all the words to do miss walker but sure. acoustics is just cool it's just different Like we used to, but our our songwriting and our depth 
about our rural areas and people that we have uh, come in contact with. I think it's grown a whole lot. And for us to be able to bring that out and expose it to the public is very important. And, you know, a lot of times, Alan, people don't hear songs on the radio, so they think, well, are they still playing? And, of course, we are. We're still playing, but, you know, it's, there comes a time when you're not top of the pops. And, and if that, when that happens, you know, uh, the vast majority does not hear your uh, music and they don't realize you're still uh, viable and around and that sort of thing. But we've been so blessed over the years to be able to uh, uh, have a great following as the headhunters. And people somehow or another, they find us and they figure it out. And uh, they find songs like you found great acoustics that are uh, songs that are crazy Jim. You know, it's just uh, like our friend uh, Hillbilly Jim, who's on the Sirius Radio, always makes sure that people hear the heads on their songs that are different, as he does my son's band, Blackstone Cherry, you know. And if you listen to Hillbilly Jim on Sirius Radio, you'll, uh, you'll find out that his theme song is actually a Blackstone Cherry song called Hollywood in Kentucky, which he ends his show with every year. So it, it every day. So it can't really it's not about it's not about just the top of Pops radio, normal radio. Is you know, there's still a lot of growth out there and a lot of organic things going on musically and people who grasp that and it's, thank God, you know, on the internet is as much as it can be a, a pain in the whisk, it's uh, it's been very helpful to expose people to um, you know album cuts or whatever and that sort of thing. So uh, I find that um, you know all the time people you know and the headhunters basically, even though we had some hit singles, we're we've always been an album band from day one. But we always felt that an album should read like a book, chapter after chapter. And if you, uh, you know, if you only play off your singles, then, you know, it's like tearing pages out of a book. I agree with you. And they don't, they don't have the other chapters, so you can't follow the story. But we've always tried to uh, make sure that we... We created an album that people could read like a book, and I think we've been able to choose that on all, uh, or accomplish that on all of our albums. Well, I'll tell you another song that I absolutely love that you never hear on the radio. That's on. I think I think it might be, in my opinion, I think it's your best song that you guys have done, and that's wow. that's too much to lose. Uh, I want to go ahead and play that for the listeners so they can hear a depth of. We should, you know, too much to lose. An interesting story. Um, good Lord, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? <laughs> I've gone blank. It was done, the video for that was done in Bloomfield, Kentucky. And the director of, who did the movie uh, Pearl Harbor? Oh, man. Uh, I'm pulling one out on you. I've gone blank yeah, myself. I've gone blank myself. But that, and, and maybe. Private Ryan, but anyway, the guy who directed those movies and created all that, his wife was raised in Bloomfield, and they have 
completely rebuilt that town. And they offered us to come there to do the Too Much to Lose video, which we did. And uh, what's that guy's name? I'm losing my mind. I can't think of his name. But uh, anyway, we did the video there. And uh, after that, he invited us to come to his farm and do a derby party. And there wasn't anybody there but about 25 people. And it was like uh, John Belushi's brother and, oh. you know, a bunch of movie stars. That's all he flew in. But uh, anyway, it was a great time. But uh, that, that, that song was very close to us. And, you know, we had never written a slow song. And uh, our friend Vernie Grissom uh, came up with the title. And uh, we were all at the practice house. And I said, well, look, if we're going to do a... A, a beautiful song then what we need to do is we need to knock it out of the park because the headhunters don't normally do those kind of songs and I, I feel like that we really uh, we really accomplished something that, that the band had never done and an interesting story about that song is down in Muscle Shoals Alabama all the guys that played the, on the Otis Redding Wilson Pickett and all that stuff that's one of their favorite songs they love it, so that was an accomplishment in itself. That does quite a lot right there. Yes, it did, sir. But anyway, let's listen to it, and I think Doug Phelps does a wonderful job singing the song. Well, let's listen to Too Much to Lose. That was Too Much to Lose. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Richard Young. And Richard, you know, like you said, Doug's got a beautiful voice on that, and... You can hear yourself playing the guitar on there, but some of the, I'd call them, I don't know if you want to call it a guitar solo, but Greg on the guitar on that, it just almost makes your heart want to cry. It's just, it's just an amazing song. I think it's, it's my favorite. So. It was a monster. You know, it's, it's just unfortunate now that, you know, as years go by, uh, you're not, you know, uh, radio savvy, that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, we hope that people can hear our songs on the Internet and, and that sort of thing. Because, as I told you earlier, I feel like the band has grown so much over the years. There's so much depth to the writing and to the songs. Like Too Much to Lose and those type of songs and because we've learned to uh, over the years to be as we age we've learned how to connect with people uh, in different ways not just a party band we've, we've learned to you know kind of open our chest up and let our hearts expose and and I think written some uh, really cool numbers you know that people will understand I, I think you've done a great job at it Richard, let's tell. Let's talk to the people. Tell them what they're gonna, what they're gonna see, what they're gonna hear when they come see you August seventh out in Danville, Indiana. It's a brand new amphitheater. I mean, it's supposed to be it'll stand uh, like hurricane five level winds. It's beautiful. It's in the park. I think you guys played in the park back in two thousand ten. But w what are the fans gonna hear that night? What's what's gonna happen? I have no clue. <laughs> Driver was driving, he was a, we've been 
he said, I think like everybody else, y'all are uncontrollable and unpredictable, and who knows what you're going to do. But it was real funny, but no, you know everybody's going to hear all their, their favorite standards, like the Demas Walkers and the Walk Softlies and Spirit in the Sky and Alone to Me, but since we have 14 albums, we have so many folks that want to hear so many different songs. Uh, we want to make sure that we put all those in there. So it's a very eclectic, uh, uh, you know, uh, show. But uh, I, I think that the Headhunters, you know, is because we're like that, we get excited and we, you know, we throw things to the wind, you know, caution to the wind. We play things like it's too much to lose or whatever. Or and who else can get by with, with playing Davy Crockett and making that rock? That's an awesome oh. song you guys play also. It's just fun. You know, you know, it's real funny. We just played in Bismarck, North Dakota, uh, this past weekend, and uh, the people that hired us were, they had built this huge uh, plantation of homes all over this lake in Bismarck. They were elderly folks, and they brought us in to play for all these, uh, the people of Bismarck. And they said, but one thing we want you to do is tell us when you're going to do Davy Crockett, because we've got Two or three thousand coon hats that we want to throw out to people. (laughs) And I was like, holy cow, how's that going to work? So we actually moved David Crockett to the middle of the set so people would get their coon hats. And uh, uh, of course, I'm not like Fred's. Fred's is a real deal. It's got uh, a growling raccoon on it, that sort of thing. But uh, it was so neat those people went to that trouble. And did that, and uh, I was I was very impressed, and, and I, I was humbled by the fact that they they went to that trouble to do that. But uh, you know, needless to say, these guys had the bucks. So <laughs> they were doing it all out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sound like a fun but, show. Uh, and every time I've seen you, every show is different, and every show I love. And you always play the standards, but there is always a song or two difference. And something that I, you know, we don't have time to play another song in the show, but you know, the first time I saw you, the blue set in the middle, it was okay. And the second time I liked it a little better. And by the third time I saw you, I was like, I think the blues is my favorite part of the show. And then... Well, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it takes time. I mean, as you look back on the Headhunters, you know, we've done 14 albums and Two of our albums have been number one blues albums. We, we never had a number one country album in our life. We had two country albums that were on the charts for 145 weeks. But, you know, somehow or another we connected with the blues audience uh, through Johnny Johnson, a very piano player. And we did, uh, thanks to Keith Richards, the Rolling Stones hooked us up with him. And we've been able to expose that side of our roots because really to be honest with you Alan I mean that's our true love is English rock and blues and uh, that's what makes us different from other bands along with our what makes country folks like us is our rural sensibility to our lyrics you know we rock but 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 our lyrics uh, attach to you know farmers local people working around town 
uh, you know, just good country, rural close. And that's been the, the catch for the headhunters. Well, that's where I've been out hanging posters is in all the rural towns and all the small little bars and mom and pop restaurants. And there's still a few mom and pop gas stations. And that's where I've been putting this stuff because that's where I find that the, the Headhunters fans are. And I've been hanging posters well, like, oh, I love those guys. I love those guys. Well, we're, we're working class people. And we grew up on a farm. You know, we live on a 700 acre farm in southern Kentucky. My grandma gave us an old farmhouse to rehearse in in 1968. And we just, you know, we've just been doing it for 53 years. And we we love people, number one. We're very um, accommodating. Very, we, we love just hanging out with people. Because that's that's really why we got into this in the first place, with meet people. And uh, I feel like our music has transcended over into the audience, where they know we're just a, a bunch of, you know, local yokels from Kentucky that love to play music that happen to be pretty good at it. <laughs> well, Richard, I appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. I'm excited to have you. The rest of the group is excited to have you. Uh, we, we're putting a lot of effort and a lot of attention and doing a lot of advertising and hanging posters and uh, doing stuff on social media, everything we can to get the word out and to make sure that our sponsors are happy, make sure you're happy with us. You know, that's we, we want the sponsors to be happy. We want the fans to come and have a great time. We, we want, you know, at the end of the night, we're friends with you guys. We want you guys to say, wow, you did a great job. I don't want to hear... Wow, it'd be nice if we'd have more people show up. So we're pushing it hard. We love you guys. We're going to have people there because you know what? People have been sitting at home on their hands for over 14 months. And we want people just to come out, enjoy themselves, and, you know, see uh, some good entertainment, of course, with the headhunters. But we're going to make it like a party, a family party. We'll get together with a barbecue, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever. We want to make it that special for everyone. And I'll tell you what we did, and I don't know if we can say this because it's, it's uh, but we made it free for kids, 12 and under, if if they're coming with a, a paid adult. So that's something, you know, that, that gets the family out there. We want to make sure the children get in and that sort of thing. And it's going to be a, a great uh, throwdown. Everybody's going to have a good time. And, you know, we, you guys in your area, we need to make sure that we do something to help bring people back out and, and you know, be a part of overcoming all this nastiness of the virus or whatever it was. And uh, everybody just come out. And if you feel a little uncomfortable wearing your mask if, uh, or if you want to, Put a little, uh, you know, something on your hands. But please come out because it's good for your community. And it's good for the community. It's good for everybody. And Richard, I want to say thanks again for taking the time to do this. I know you're a busy person. You wear a lot of hats. Um, none of them, none of them being a coonskin hat that I've seen like your brother Fred wears. But you wear, uh, you wear a lot of hats. I do, sir. Oh, you I do, do sir. Okay, I haven't seen that. But, uh, that's okay. I enjoy it. That's what my life's about. But listen, you guys take care up there, and uh, let's all come out and be a part of this, because I think it's something that's very special for all of us. Well, thank you very much, Richard. Listeners, August 7th, right there in Danville, 
at the Ellis Park at the brand new amphitheater. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger, sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. Join us the first and third Sunday of every month at 11 a.m. on WYRZ. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com, where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 31. 31- 745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com